Hi guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. No thunder stealing. Today we have an explosive topic. One that's been on the Google Docs topic list for about a month maybe. Not that long. It's a brand new topic we thought of and I have Hotshot with me. Hotshot, what are we talking about today? We are talking about art is an explosion, meaning just several different types of explosions that happen in animes, be it a huge flashy move or just someone erupting into bloody little bits. Basically, everything that catches your eye in a fiery explosion of death is what we're talking about. Because why? Explosions are awesome. Explosions are awesome. This is going to be the podcast that we don't pick Datara. We did something wrong, basically. So Now watch. One of these picks are going to be Datara because it has to be. It has to be. We'll see. We'll see. Spoiler alert. Anyways, guys. So... Hotshot, what went into your list when you were picking three anime explosions? We're picking three each. What went into your list as you were, you know, putting together this uh, very intellectual list? Initially, I was trying to make it so, like, there was at least one death in the explosion. But okay, um, that quickly fell apart. So what I went with were anti-hero explosions. Like, anti-heroes have to be the ones that are causing it. Like, it could end up uh, changing the course of the fight. It could be the end of the fight. It could just be something that I decided to do because why? But anti-heroes have to be at the core of it. They have to be the ones who started uh, the explosion. Okay. So, for me, I wanted something that just resonates with me. Like, funny moments incredibly deep moments. I just wanted my picks to be very various. And also, to me, it's not just about the explosion, Hotshot, but it's about the journey to the explosion. How did we get here? Why? Why do we need an explosion here? And and this way, we can really have a great, great podcast. My, my picks I, are I already have an ridiculous. answer for you. See, see the previous uh, like explanation for it. Explosions are awesome, so they belong everywhere. Yes. I mean, if this goes well, we can do a 2.0. Anyway, enough podcasting about this. Let's go right into the topic. Podcasting Let's about go right this. into the topic. Yes, enough podcasting. Let's do some more podcasting. Hotshot, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? I'll let you choose, buddy, because you're my best buddy ever. Best I'll buddy. go. For, I'll go first on this one. No, I want to go first. Come on, are you serious? No, you, that's not what you're supposed. To, you're supposed to be like, oh, that was nice of you to offer, but you know, I'm a kind person, so I'm gonna let you go first, giant. It's what, nice what, of you to yeah. offer, and I plan to take uh, malicious intent, so I'm going to take that offer ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, because, kidding, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I'll go ahead and go first. And um, this explosion, you know well, I know well, fans of this series know well, even though it happens in a saga that people uh, tend to not like. I'm picking the explosion, or to be more specific, I'm picking Vegeta's final explosion in the Majin Buu arc. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. You just went for the big one. I just went for the big one. I, w- I was fighting between this and like uh, a Namix explosion or the Cybermen versus uh, Yamcha explosion. But no, I'm going for... Uh, Stop spoiling go- my list like that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm going for uh, I'm going for Vegeta's final explosion in an attempt to destroy Boo. And the reason why I'm yes. going with it is because throughout the entire Boo arc, Vegeta is just this constant dick. Like... He's gotten used to life on Earth. He has trunks as a son. He's married to Boma, like, and he's basically lost this pride of being the Saiyan prince and this ruthless killer of a uh, warrior race. And in order to get that feeling back, he allows himself to be taken over by Bobbity, 
kills a bunch of people, uh, fights uh, Goku at his max power, but then in the last attempt to gain control of his true self, he kamikazes himself and tries to eradicate Boo completely. And doing that in such a selfless way, especially... Like, that's the first time that he hugs Trunks. Um, he shoots him away. He's basically saying, if I'm going to hell, taking you with me kind of thing. And then just a massive explosion that doesn't even leave Vegeta body. He's just completely gone. and Evaporated. Like, nothing remains. Right. And almost works for Boo. If Boo didn't have, like, regen uh, regeneration, then, yeah, that would have completely obliterated him. But ultimately, it was completely pointless. But at the same time, just seeing Vegeta go that far. And honestly, the Kamikaze is one of my favorite moves in Dragon Ball. And yeah, Final Explosion, honestly, much better name. And Kamikaze, I think it's just what it's referenced to in GT. And it's used by like everybody. But <laughs> I, I just really love this explosion. I may not love the entire Boo arc, but I do love that very defined uh, character moment for Vegeta. All I'm gonna say is that you know those those margins, those uh, four beyond the battle vs battles wiki margin boos are, are are very hard to get rid of. So I can <laughs> understand why he regenerated. Uh, but in all seriousness, I love this attack, and I'm going to make uh, I'm gonna take a, a stand here and say uh, this is a hundred percent. Vegeta's strongest attack. Yeah, this is Vegeta's strongest attack. Well, it's not Final Flash. It's not. It's not anything else. I really think that this is his strongest attack. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna back you up. I was gonna argue for Final Flash being his strongest move, but no, it it's completely Final Explosion. Like, um, I mean, he used it here against uh, Boo when he was Super Saiyan two, right? Yes. Like a Super Saiyan two Final Explosion. Can you imagine what a Super Saiyan Blues? final explosion would be bro just just watch the tournament of power from dragon ball super you'll see what okay it is. okay well fucking okay <laughs> i'm i'm yeah, almost yeah, there yeah. i swear i'm actually almost there they're recruiting the team right now good good well they recruited the team years ago but i understand what you mean well they're recruiting <laughs> the team from me right now yeah 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 uh, maybe i kind of spelled something there but yeah, dude the f no the, i mean you, oh, you already told me that he uses final explosion in the tournament and it doesn't kill him like you've told me that he does do that, I just didn't know he did it in blue. You'll you'll see how go how it goes down. I'll see how it goes. Great. I'll see how it goes. But really, what else can I, don't I know say if it's about in blue, that? But other it's than... like it's great. Okay. Yeah. But really, what else can I say about the OG one other than that is my favorite Vegeta moment, like where I feel like he grows the most, and just seeing him completely eviscerate himself to try and save the Earth, like his transition basically from a I'll help out occasionally to I'm doing this for someone other than myself kind of thing like it's that full transition to him actually becoming a hero of earth and that's why i love that moment so much oh my god and apparently it has like a bunch of alternate names like final atonement final blast bomb final effort final attack i'll blow you to pieces last final trick suicide desperate attack ultimate final attack ultimate sacrifice attack to end all attacks and my favorite alternate name for this technique is boom exclamation point ah exclamation point that's the name for it apparently i'm just calling it final explosion and i'm and i'm choosing that that's just what i'm going with all right all right my all right. my I first said, pick think it's your turn yeah, yeah. Now, okay my first pick is about the journey and this is coming straight from naruto and kakashi hatake taught 
a technique, a, a very powerful technique to Naruto that did more damage to Gara than Sasuke could ever have done. And I am talking about, I am talking about a thousand years of death, kunai, tag bomb, the classic, when Naruto's going out against them in the whole Sand Sound Alliance versus the Leaf Village. You have no... And he goes... Go ahead, yeah. go ahead, sorry. I, I just want to say, like, when he's, like, shining, straight from the teachings of Kakashi Hatake, and he just plugs a kunai, everyone's like, are you... No, no, that's... No, and then he gets whacked by the tail, and then he just goes boom, and just, like, Gara eats it, bro. You have no idea how close this one actually uh, was almost on my list just because I really wanted to talk about it. Dude, I got you. I got you on that on that humorous pick. I, I'm, gla- I'm glad you have this. this. I'm glad you have this one. It's hilarious. This is a great attack that, you know, it's just it's it's just it's about the journey. It's not about the explosion. The explosion's cool, all right, but it's really the fact that, you know, you got a super strong monster and, and you're 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 pulling out that technique of all techniques, you know? It's really about like the the intent and the action more so than the actual like flashy explosion because i mean hell imagine if he did this on uh on like literally anyone else like imagine if he did this on sakura not a tailed beast but just a regular fellow ninja shoving a kunai up their ass with a te- with a paper bomb that is not a thing you can do to normal people it's gonna be so painful and i don't even want to imagine it just this this like technique is just nothing to yeah. To stop at least Kakashi showed restraint and just gave you a prostate exam, and that was really the extent of it. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else I can say about this technique but that, honestly. I mean, there, there's nothing else to say. It's a kunai with a paper bomb. It's amazing, but oh my god, imagining it on other people is just not okay. <laughs> What's your next pick? All right, so just going off uh, straight away. All right, oh, so yeah, this I is so, yeah. uh, this is a more recent one, um, an anime that after about a year talking to me about, you finally got me to watch, and I did not stop watching it until then. It's from My Hero Academia, and it's in the uh, the uh, sponsorship tournament. So where they're uh, doing the one on one fights, the maze, the cavalry battle, all that, and it's uh, Bakugo versus Uraraka. It's when Oraka uh, is using her oh final gosh. meteor slam, and Bakugo completely obliterates it. Oh my gosh! Like the the one where it's blasted up in the air, right? Yeah, where he blasts everything oh, up yes, when she's yes, bringing yes. everything down onto him. Oh so my god! In in order to build that explosion up, um, Uraka stayed low, using Bakugo's explosions to rip up the entire stage, and then finally lift everything and attempt to drop it all on him, like a meteor or like a meteor shower. And Bakugo actually says that if she had had just a little bit more, he doesn't know if he would actually have been able to stop it. But it was just a complete blast of shooting up hard into the sky and completely obliterating her. Basically her ultimate move, what she was trying to do to him. And it was just so beautiful to see. I wanted Uraraka to win so bad because I love Uraraka so much and I hate Bakugo so much, but I can't help but love this moment. <laughs> like, ba- Bakugo, just, as much yeah. of a dick as he is, I love his quirk. I love the fact that like his he basically sweats Napalm and, uses it and ignites it for his explosions. I completely love that about him, but he himself is such a dick. Oh, it's just, it's ridiculous. And the thing is, too, uh, with the whole Bakugo uh, thing, he just, that's his quirk, and that's what he does, and he just puts it to use so well. And, I mean, he evaluated the situation, and he had, like, a split decision, split 
second decision to make, and he did it, you know, and good on him for that. But still, like, I think that some of the best best explosions in my hero academia are from his quirk for sure. Like, this is a, a totally a, a valuable pick that I you you have to respect. And the thing is, I feel like the the battle between him and Uraraka really culminates at this very point where you just see him just put it all like this and this was her final plan this was like what she was aiming to do as she was you know attacking and everything these pieces build it up in the air in the air with her gravity quirk and finally she's about to slam down on him but it all literally blows up in her face because bakugo is he's a fighter right so he evaluated it, he knew what to do and he he made a decision and that's you got to respect it regardless you, you just have to I mean, yeah, and and I completely agree with you. But at the same time, you have to respect Oraka for actually like knowing her classmate so much, knowing his tendencies so much to know that he would rip up or where he would shoot and giving him no chance but to shoot low because she stayed low to the ground, strategizing herself in an attempt to prepare that one move. Yeah, she's preparing one move, but at the same time, the amount of strategy and the amount of like knowledge that she has about her opponent speaks miles about what she was trying to do there. Oh, definitely, definitely. I can't argue with that. And, but this yeah. is a pod, but this is a podcast about explosions, so I have to give this to Bakugo and his complete yeah, Bakugo flash of completely uh what are you doing? What are you doing for my plans? Are you? Yes. Oh yeah. I'm gonna 100%. fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna blow everything up. I'm gonna and blow it, you up. It, it, his quirk goes well with his personality, too, where if he's mad, he's just going to blow everything up. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I'm counting down the days to where, like, he's going to explode himself at, at to a point. Which will, will happen. Will happen. Eventually. It, it, yeah, it probably will. All right. Anyway, all right, that's all, right. all I have on my second, so go on to yours. We cannot have a podcast about explosions without this anime, Hotshot. And you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. What am I talking about? Cyberman and Yamcha? Thank you, no terror. Are you? Is this is the softest bolly threat. You, you just. Uh. Anyways, no, in all seriousness, uh, I am picking from Zanky no terror. Big spoiler alert here. So click off if you haven't seen the anime or if you don't care, keep listening. I'm picking the final explosion from Zanky no terror. Oh, this, the major one. Okay. Oh, um, th- well, yeah, the 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 major one. This basically this pick is not only because of, of how incredible this explosion is and the circumstances surrounding it but also because of the journey because like the first scene of Zankuno Terror is 9 and 12 stealing a plutonium bomb the last episode is that very plutonium bomb that this soul being lifted up in the air for a high altitude nuclear explosion and this this thing goes up like to the stratosphere and it's, it's the big a final uh, coup that Sphinx does. This bomb goes up in the air thanks to I what was it? It was like a propeller, or a parachute, or something. Just this this like balloon basically lifted this uh, this uh, um, bomb up in the air, and finally uh, everyone was freaking out. How do we get rid of it? Like we got to get all the planes that are that are like uh, flying right now out of out of the area and everything. And this was just like thank you. Uh, this was Sphinx's like ultimate letting everyone know what's up with uh, what they got through and, and everything and they wanted to let everyone know of their struggles and the secrets with the whole Athena plan but when this explosion goes off like we get a view of the planet from outer space and we just see this like this I don't know how to explain this small red ball just 
it go off and then it just rips through all the clouds. There's a complete power outage throughout all of Tokyo. And I was telling this about the... I was I, just a quick side note here. I was talking about this with with Kyo. You know how the whole thing with Spinks was like they do these explosions, but no one gets killed, right? That was like right. the big thing with them. Well, right. what if you're on life support and this thing goes off? Okay, so they killed uh, about five hundred thousand grandmas. You see what I mean, though? I, I see. It's one of those... I mean, like they 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 never do their explosions with the intent of killing, but like there's also active uh, accidental blowback to it, to where like life support um or if you bring down a building and like the debris gets on anybody or anything like that like there there's accidental casualties to be sure with some of these explosions like this one specifically but at the same time they never intend to actually kill anyone with what they blow up right well i think like, so. I, like I, I, I know i know bit. intention is yeah. different than like what they've actually done but at the same time the result, I can't, yeah you can't help but give them props for never intending harm and like, what else? Even though, to say, even though they're terrorists. Yeah. Um. But just in general, this explosion was. Just, I I I love this scene so much that I even took the video of it and I did all. I redid all the sound effects for it. I really like redid the whole sound design of it because it's just such a powerful scene and the reactions to all the characters. We see transition from you know Shibasaki to Lisa and Twelve Outside Nine, who literally goes to like a really tall skyscraper to have a view of the explosion from you know from uh, up above and everything from behind a barrier it was just a great 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 explosion any thoughts hotshot honestly with uh with second of terror like even though it's all about uh terrorists and the explosions and their bombs honestly what i focus more about on the show is the characters and their journey so the explosions to me haven't really stayed in my mind. I more so thought about nine and 12 and Lisa and two and everything. I think more about the characters than I do about the actual explosions, especially since they don't kill anybody. So I don't really have a whole lot to pull from on this one. But did you think it was cool? Was it was it. Did it? Have oh yeah. No, it, it was, it was cool. It was definitely cool. But at the same time, explosions are always cool. <laughs> so like the one time that I say explosions aren't cool is going to be like, just, a complete, like, minor disappointment of an explosion. But, I mean, this one with Fair. essentially being a nuke, yeah, no, it didn't kill anybody, so it was awesome. Yes. So, that's all I wanted to say, basically, on the this uh, final explosion. So, final explosion, but hotshot, final pick. Final pick, hotshot. I really should have said final explosion for my third one, but oh well. Um, so, this one is uh, going to be a little bit weird. It's from Panty and Stocking. And I'm saying it's a little weird because it's a lot of explosions, but because they all happen in the same way. So Panty and Stocking um, are angels. Wait, wait, wait. Is this, is this some Rasengan BS? Is no. this I'm picking every single explosion? No. Okay. Okay. The, I'm the, just, only, my, the only reason I PTSD. am is because the only reason I am picking basically a lot of explosions, but not all of them, is because they all happen in the same kind of way. Literally, the only thing that's different is what gets exploded. So, it's all the same explosion, but they all happen at different times? Kind of. Let me explain. Yes, So, please. Panty and Stocking um, are angels who protect D-City against uh, demonic ghosts. And they do this to get heaven coins to be sent back into heaven. But when they defeat ghosts, um, so they land a big move on them or... Uh, 
uh, slash them up, shoot them up, basically completely destroy them. But when the ghost is getting destroyed, it cuts over to live action and has like a plush or like a uh, stop uh, stop motion figure of their ghost. And then in real life, it actually gets exploded. That's why I'm picking all of them, because it actually happens to every ghost that they fight. That's intense as hell. That it actually like has stop motion, like real explosions. That's like, just like, re- like in real life explosions. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's just crazy to me. That that's why that's why I'm picking this one though, and why I'm picking all of them because the explosions are basically the same. Like some of them are bigger sizes, but the ghosts like they have different personalities and everything in show. But when they're getting exploded, you more or less get the same kind of experience, I guess. Like yeah, some of them are bigger, some of them are like different backgrounds, but really, it's the same kind of explosion that you're seeing every time. And I completely love seeing the. Uh, seeing the ghost just go boom. <laughs> and I think, I just, I know how, like, maybe people are thinking, like, oh, it's just, like, an explosion podcast. But these, I feel like these explosions mark important moments in the series because it's basically the combination of any, like, action scene. Would uh, would that be the same case for uh, Penny and Stocking or not? Yes and no. Like, I mean, um, Penny and Stocking is all about, like, anarchy and chaos, and explosions are a definitive explanation of that along with like any action film like heavy intense fights often include explosions that's why like almost every single move in dragon ball explodes um basically any action in anime results in some kind of explosion meanwhile in a slice of life anime like say lucky star you don't see much explosions (laughs) fair enough fair enough explosions are meant for like high impact high velocity and high energy shows you're not really going to see any in a very laid back show where you're just like watching to take it easy. Right, right, right. No, I see what you mean. That's pretty crazy if you ask me. And at the end of the day, I mean, Penny Stocking is I it's not, not one of my favorites, but it's very popular. It's got its own audience. And if these explosions are part of the show and they make it better, like more power to it, you know? Which I mean, I I, I mean, we we've both uh, come to terms where there are shows that I love. There are shows that you love. Like, I love Data Live. You love uh, Zeke No Terror. You love Death Note. I love Painting and Stalking. It's a two-sided coin here. Like, sometimes you get tails with Jaden. Sometimes you get heads with me. Basically. Okay. But at the same time, okay. that's why we actually talk about it on podcast because of how different our views are with it. And on the off chance that we get the other person to watch our favorite animes... <laughs> Right, but that but then they, never happen. But then they decide that they don't like it, and then you have to change the topic to the last fucking second. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not sorry. It's I, fine. I really want to go to this next pick. All right, just do it. <laughs> All right, this is some Attack on Titan Season 2 epicness. And I love this explosion. And unfortunately, this means there's no data, so we screwed up, but I still wanted to pick this one. Um. Okay, so... Historia has a father, and her father and herself are in this cave, and Eren is attached and captured, and basically the 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 Titans the Titan shifters the like like Eren and all of the uh, all of them their powers can be transferred from one person to another, and basically Rod Rice the the father of Historia really wanted her to be injected with the product to become the next Titan, and Finally, it doesn't happen, and he ends up ingesting some of the chemicals, and he becomes this 
fat-bodied, medium arms, and small leg titan that just he, humongous titan that looks like a oh, I, I don't know like a, a cockroach almost. And basically, the way he moves, Hotshot, like this titan can't stand up, right? He's like Slim Shady. He can't stand up. Okay, <laughs> okay, bad jokes. Sorry. And bad. basically, the way the way it goes is that he crawls on the floor. And he goes all the way to uh, the district here uh, is Orver District. He he's going straight to this district. It's it's another village with a wall uh, that's protected by Titans and everything, and it's got uh, survey corps and everything. And because he's crawling on the floor, he doesn't have a face. His face is basically uh, because he's crawling on the floor for like a whole night, all the way into the morning. Uh, like his face is uh, how can I say like cut off by the. F- by the the fact that he's like going through the the, the he's basically the, grinding his face on the floor crawling like exactly that, right? yeah exactly exactly and so the scout regiment they start uh, shooting cannonballs at him nothing's working and he gets all the way to the city and the plan that gets devised here is that long story short they get Aaron Titan in an Aaron Titan form um basically the um. Rod Rice, he gets up to the... He, he starts scaling up the wall, and he puts his arms on the wall, and they have these barrel explosions slam into his hands, and he basically he loses balance. As that happens, Aaron has this big pouch with all of this gunpowder uh, uh, containers, and he runs and throws it into the Titan Shifter's body. And because he's, like, been crawling on the floor, it's all this heat that's consumed inside of him. So this humongous titan explodes throughout the entire city. And what happens is all these chunks of titans are flying everywhere. This explosion is ridiculous. It's super tall. It's humongous. And I mean, I've seen some big explosions. I've seen Zankino Terror. I've seen Dragon Ball. This explosion just is it's, it's crazy. It's so well animated. And because there's so many pieces everywhere and they need to cut off the nape because that's how you kill a titan, all of the scout regiment goes flying throughout the city and just cutting pieces of chunks of titans everywhere as the explosion goes on. And oh it's my just, god, it's it, like they're making titan sushi. Basically. And it was all... Um, I mean, there's... Uh, no, I, I don't need to say this. Okay, I'll say it, whatever. Because I, I feel like, the, I feel like uh, the scout regiment has been watching too much blood sea. <laughs> Yeah, basically, they they bunny mode. Uh, but the thing is, um, Historia, uh, because she is becoming the queen, uh, just she just is. I won't explain. I'll go into the why. Uh, they organize it so that she is the one who cuts the nape, the chunk of skin of the nape, and then the whole village goes, "Oh, she's our hero. She's our savior." Blah blah blah. Um, but just imagine, like Levi, Mikasa, Armin, everyone just flying throughout the city, like chop, 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 because. The smaller ch- the chunks are, the better it is when it comes to uh, them landing in the city where they won't break everything apart. So just, I loved it. I loved, I absolutely loved this scene. And I, I just had to pick it as an anime explosion. Honestly, like, I know uh, when we've talked about Attack on Titan, I know that I said, like, they cover a lot of the story stuff in the games, and they do. But I haven't seen that scene, and I really wish I had. I mean, I will at some point because I will. I do plan on watching the show, but I really yeah. need to see that in all its glory. Oh, it's great, Hotshot! I I really love this uh this explosion. It just it just it goes hard, and it's a, a great great way to uh it's a great highlight of the second season. Plus, it, I mean, I didn't even spell any third season stuff if you think about it. Like this is like this 
this came out like three, four years ago now, easily. So it's it's just a great, great, great explosion, and the way it's the the whole planning behind it. It's about the journey too. Like I said, there was a whole planning by the scout regiment behind it and making it happen, and they just they pulled it off. Like they had they had those uh, those uh, explosions to uh, get rid of the hands, and then when he lo loses balance, the gunpowder thing. And the thing is, they weren't sure if it was gonna work. They just thought like there's gonna be all this heat concentration, so it would make a gunpowder gunpowder would make an explosion. They just they bet on it, and then it worked because plot armor. Obviously. Obviously. So all in all, you you can't deny um, how amazing this is. No, yeah, no, I'm completely backing you up. I'm not denying anything here. <laughs> it sounds amazing. I just wish yes. I've seen all it. All right. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, any other thoughts? If not, uh, remind us what your list was. Nope, I got nothing. So my list was uh, Bakugo versus Uraka in uh, My Hero Academia. The uh, Panty and Stocking Ghost Explosions from Panty and Stocking. And the uh, Vegeta's final explosion in the Boo Saga from Dragon Ball Z. I picked Rod Rice getting absolutely demolished by gunpowder from Attack on Titan. The final explosion from Zenki no Terror. And my last pick, my first pick actually was Naruto doing a thousand years of exploding, ta exploding tag bombs at uh, uh, Gara in the forest. And it was great. So that it's, were it's all over... It's funny how two yeah. of our explosions, like two each, were complete badass, and then one of them was just a what the fuck. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Hotshot, uh, any thoughts, anything else you want to add? If not, uh, go ahead and uh, plug stuff away. I I I'm hearing some producing noises from your room, so are, are you cooking anything up? You're hearing producing noises from my room. I'm finally actually recording gameplay and trying to get Hotshot Gaming back up and going. So hopefully soon you guys will see a video from me and you guys can find it over on my channel, Hotshot Ginger. You can also find me over on Twitter at Hotshot Ginger. And I still continue to be uh, Jaden's co-host over here on Anime Podcasters. So same three places as always, Twitter, YouTube, and YouTube again. YouTube, Twitter, yeah, and YouTube, uh, Twitter, and YouTube. <laughs> YouTube, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, did you? Okay, uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm gonna ask you after I, I plug. Uh, the artwork for Anime Podcasters is provided by GoPro Keo. Affordable rates, super amazing artwork. Go check him out on Twitter at GoPro Keo and hit him up in the DMs for some artwork. He's amazing and he's great at animation. So go check him out. Uh, for myself, you can find me on Twitter at Giant Music. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Google Play. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, YouTube.com forward slash Giant Music. Um, I'm going to be looking at uh, new podcast avenues too to add uh, the the podcast on different platforms. If so, if you know other uh, platforms, uh, let us let us know, and I'm going to look into that during. Uh, I'm going to have a reading break, so I'll have some spare time to do cool stuff like that. Um, and then uh, you can also hire me for freelance services, any audio production composition on GiantMusic.com. That is my website with my portfolio, my rates, and everything. Thing. And finally, Hotshot, let's, uh, let's, what are you thinking uh, topic wise for the next topic? Did you have anything in mind that you maybe would want to want to do? Because uh, I have like maybe one or two ideas. So I don't know about you. Yeah, maybe one or two ideas. What is the one or two ideas? Okay, so I've been wanting to convince you to watch another anime for a little while. And I've been thinking another list podcast I've really wanted to do, which is kind of stupid. So I I have two ideas, but I, did you have any ideas of, as to what you wanted to do? Maybe nothing immediately because I do have one that I want to do, but I want to wait because I need to catch up on it. Okay, so I propose a 
convincing you to watch Yu Yu Hakusho because I've been wanting to talk about Yu Yu Hakusho for a long time. Okay. Or an, another list one, and this is I feel like you're going to pick this one regardless, Anime Idiots. All right, let's go for the Spirit <laughs> Detective. We're, do- we're doing Yu Yu Hakusho next? Yep. Actually, okay, cool. On All right, one so next podcast. condition. Oh, gosh. I, I, go. Go. The podcast on one condition. The condition of after, if you convince me to watch Yu Yu Hakusho, we do one that I want to convince you to watch. Yeah, that's how it works. Okay, cool. That's always been how it works. Because I convinced you, you convinced me. It's a, it's oh, a, yeah, I did I did uh, Data Life last. So, yeah, this is your turn. All right, cool. We're yeah. done. <laughs> one condition. We keep doing what we're currently doing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, look, I just want to be on the same page here, all right? Yeah, we're on the same page with the Death Note. Anyways, we will see you guys in the next episode of Anime Podcasters. For myself, Hotshot, GoPro, Kyo, and anybody else who's listening, bye. Bye.